boys and girls, babies in your diapers, welcome to the Tiberius Show with your host, Tiberius Hoy. That's me, Tiberius. Today we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a video game about crushing cars, a book about YouTubers, and we have a totally awesome guest. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Scott Finster. Holy moly, that's an excellent intro. How do I live up to that? I don't know. <laughs> well, Scott is a sculptor, makeup artist, material specialist, and runs an amazing company. I'm just happy that you had me here. This is a cool opportunity, and I've heard a lot of good things about you. I know someone that's related to you, your dad, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Thank you for having me. Well, today we're going to start off with the video game of the week, and this is going to be a smash! And now it's time for the video game of the week! And now it's time for the video game of the week! Today's video game is Car Crushers 2. So this is a game on the Roblox platform. It was made by Car Crushers Official Group. Because it's on Roblox, you have to play it on PC, Mac, Xbox, and even your cell phone. And it is free! Now this game is not for the faint of heart. Well, because you guys be in a car crash again and again. That's too much like I4, man. Very true. <laughs> so I entered the game, and boy does this place look cool. You walk around, you see four rows that are perpendicular, like an intersection. Each row has rooms in it. There's a button on top of the word dealership. You click on dealership, and they give you a beater of a car for free. And then you take it to one of the rooms in row one, and then the room will smash or crush your car. If you are smart, you will not be in it when it is crushed. Well, you can go into a control room, and then press buttons to control the crusher or the conveyor belt. Oh, well, you can do both, so. So after your car is crushed, you are rewarded with parts and insurance money. You can use the money to get a better car and retain the parts to unlock better rooms with more ways to crush the cars. So when you click on dealership, there are so many cars to choose from. I like the bus the best because it gives you the most parts. So you have everything from a Chevrolet Metro sedan to a Bugatti Veyron Super, Super Sports car and even the Mars Rover. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is pretty cool. So many ways to destroy the car. I enjoy the hammer the most because it gives you all the credit and parts. My dad likes the tilted speed crash test because it is the fastest way to get your cash and buy your next car. I give Car Crushers 2 10 out of 10 stars because it is so much fun to crash cars and it is even better when you earn money and try out new types of cars. Oh yeah. Well, you sold me, man. Over 40 years, Playhouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking out clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Playhouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at PlayhouseCFL.org. The Tiberius Show would like to thank one of our dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl littering, to trophies and awards. They can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373. And now it's time for the book of the week, Enter the Mind. 
So it was written by Pat and Jen from Popular MMOs, and then reads the back of the book. In fact, Scott, would you like to do the honors? I would love to do the honors. When Pat and Jen escaped from the underworld and settled down with their pet Bombay, Bomb, Bombay, 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 their okay. pet. Okay, want to make sure I'm pronouncing it no, right. No, with their pet Bombay, their cat, their cat, Cloud, Cloud, and 100 friendly zombies. Oh, zombies! I like zombies. They thought their adventuring days were over, but since their return, mysterious new holes have appeared, and more and more of their friends have disappeared. After Jen stumbles into some of the holes. Into one of the holes, she ends up imprisoned deep within an ore mine by a, by a ruthless villain with a sinister plot, Evil Jen. Pat, of course, rushes in to try to help and winds up getting captured too. Their only chance of survival is to find their friends, stop Evil Jen, <laughs> and escape from the depths of the mine before it's too late. Join YouTubers popular MMOs and all their favorite characters on this quest to protect the world they know in the sequel to their New, New York best New York Times best-selling graphic novel. Wow, I think my son would love that too. I gotta share that with him. Okay, maybe you can buy this. Because this is an AR book that's worth one point. It's rated for second grade in eighth month. This is a great book about Pat and Jen, who are YouTubers that have their own channel, and they really love to play Minecraft. Oh, and oh, this is a graphic novel, like a comic book. I know my dad does not think this is a, this is not a real book, but I know a lot of people that like comic books, and this is a big one. Hmm. Not gonna lie. So Pat and June were playing Minecraft. We start this story like got halfway through another story. Wait, that is because there's another book. Oh no, I did not read the old first book yet. Momo. No, we're start with, well, we will start halfway through the story. Their friends are in jail, and Jen is going to save them. So she kills some zombies to set her and friends and sets her friends free. Then there was evil Jen, and she bombed them with TNT. Well, they get out of that mess, and Jen starts to act like evil Jen, and all the zombies start to obey her. She was attempting to put up a danger sign when she fell and landed in the underworld. Because zombies were obeying her, they did not attack, and she was okay until Pat falls into the underworld. Mm, oh no. The zombies would know that she is not really evil Jen, and what will happen next. Okay, okay. Now I can't tell you all of the story, but it was a pretty good ending. You should read the book too. I think I'd like to, especially with zombies and cool stuff like this. And plus, it's something that my son and I can enjoy together, huh? Mm-hmm. I give Entry the Mind 10 out of 10 stars because I really like this story. It was so good, and I will be sure to go and read the first book. You and me both. See, David Smith, law.com. You can call him at 407-801-2667. Wait, you are not Chuck. My dad can help when people get hurt. He loves to help if you are ever injured at work or in a car accident, you should call my friend Chuck. You can call him at 407-801-2667. That website again is cwsmithlaw.com. Offices, Orlando. Does it actually have that much W's? <laughs> Midstate Fire has been providing top quality fire equipment services for three generations to the Central Florida area. Don't wait for an emergency to repair. Call Midstate Fire today at 407-246-8855.
Get your fire extinguishers and emergency lighting for both your home and businesses by visiting www.midstatefire.com. That number again is 407-246-8855. And now it's time for the interview of an interesting person. Today's just going to be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Boy, I am taking you with me wherever I go. That is awesome. I like that. I'm excited. Well, Scott is a sculptor, makeup artist, material specialist, and runs an amazing company. Why, thank you, sir. So, first off, how are you enjoying being on the show? I love it. This is probably one of the best shows that I've been on. Number one, because I love kids. I love talking to kids about makeup and art and stuff like that in general. Um, and plus... I know you. I've watched you. So, it's really cool to be here. So, I got a long list of stuff that you do, but can you tell me, in your words, what exactly do you do for a living? Well, in part, I can show you a small part of what I do for a living, which is makeup effects. So, I brought something that while you conduct the interview, I can put this on you and you can see and be a part of the show. Be a part of what makes makeup. Mm. Is that cool? Yeah. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good. And we're going to put it right here? Yeah. Excellent. But just don't tell my mom. <laughs> don't. She's going to say. Okay, so just briefly giving you an oversight. We've got this material here. This is um, yes. basically it's hypoallergenic. So some people are allergic to latex and stuff like that. You won't have this problem, even if you are allergic to latex, because this is a synthetic latex. And then regular old alcohol and then some paints and stuff like that. Mm. So you'll get to live a part of what I do in my daily business. Okay. So you work on movies, sets, props, and even collectibles. What really drives your passion to this type of work? I think creating in general. Um, I've always been uh, a creator. I've always wanted to do this sort of thing. Um, even when I was young, I was sculpting out of, um, you know, like Play-Doh and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just always loved to create. So mm. this is just kind of a natural extension of that. So what is the best part about being in this industry? I think uh, for me personally, it's the amount of varied jobs that we get. We don't just get bogged down doing one thing um, because we are a full service um, type of art uh, house. We do everything mm -hmm. from special effects to props for theme parks like Disney and Universal. We do action figure and toy prototypes, even custom props and stuff for people. Sometimes we get projects that no one else knows about, um, you know, before everyone else knows about it. Mm -hmm. We were working on certain pieces for a theme park probably two years before anyone even knew it was coming. So that's mm -hmm. kind of interesting for me, is mm -hmm. the surprise of what we might be working on or working with. Now I know I'm putting you on the spot, but what is your favorite piece that you have made? Oh boy, um, I, I, that's a good question because they're all like my kids. I love all, my, all the things that I've done. But one that I really, really like, it's actually uh, some dinosaurs that I worked on when mm. I was up in Georgia. 
there's a place called Fernbank Museum, and I got to work as a, a sculpt lead lead sculptor and, mm -hmm. and kind of director on the project to create three life-size dinosaurs. One was 30 feet long, and two of them were juveniles at 15 feet long. Mm -hmm. And we made these things. They're the Lophorathon Oedipus. I know that's a hard thing. It's not like T-Rex or anything. Lophorathon Oedipus. So we got to do these in in uh, grand scale right now out in front of uh, Fernbank Museum in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So what is the hardest part about being a designer of all things awesome? I think um, the hardest thing is probably bringing all the different visions together. Because one thing about what I do is that it's very collaborative. So you have a lot of hands that are getting into it. And sometimes some people have some ideas and they say, I want to do it this way. And other people have a different idea. So I think the hardest part is just getting everyone together on the same page to where everyone's happy with the finished product. Okay. Okay, so how much do you get to create what you want versus being told exact how the client wants it? Um, you know, uh, not that often. A lot of times we're directed by the customer, so we have to give them what they want. And then there are those times when we want to do what we want to do, and mm -hmm. sometimes those things don't come together very easily. Um, but usually we do have the ability to do every once in a while, we get to do spec products. And spec products or projects are ones that we get to play with uh, on our own time, basically our vacation stuff. You know, mm -hmm. we get to have fun with it and just do stuff on our own. Uh, one good example of that is the uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon mask that we did. We um, actually did that as a part of a larger project uh, to raise money for Give Kids the World and Hearts of Reality. Um, but we had it out by the by the um, Silver Springs. Mm -hmm. it used to be a theme park, now it's a state park. Hmm. And we raised collectively $3,000 for Give Kids the World, hmm. which is a nonprofit that basically grants wishes along with Make-A-Wish hmm. for kids that might not be in the best health. Hmm. So we That's have cool. all sorts of funds with stuff like that, but sometimes it's work and you just have to treat it as such. Mm -hmm. So my dad says you worked on Robot Chicken. To watch it, but for some reason, I know a lot about it. But what was the best part about making those characters? You know, it was just getting to play with characters that I wouldn't normally do. Like, we did a Gallagher, which you wouldn't know who Gallagher is, probably. He was a big comedian in the 80s that had some sort of fascination with watermelon and fruit and stuff like that. But we got to do one of him. We got to do some of the characters from Back to the Future. Mm. We got to do Andy Richter. And a lot of times, the cool thing was, is that the actors that actually were those characters, guess what? <laughs> they got to do the voices. So like Macaulay Culkin, uh, Home Alone, you've probably seen that movie, yes. right? Uh, Macaulay Culkin, he actually got to see his figure and do some voice work and acting in that episode. Mm. So yeah. it was really cool to be able to work with, you know, the actors and the creative mm -hmm. team behind it. Huh. So my dad said you were on a TV show called Face Off. Well, what did you have to do, and why would you want to take your face off? 
Face Off was the name of the show, but we never took... They frown on taking faces off in the ma- in the makeup industry. Um, so basically, it's a competition show mm-hmm. where you go up against, in our case, I think it was 13 or 14 different contestants, mm. and we had to come up with, like, you give an idea, I want a fish with a unicorn horn, and then we have to make that work. Um, so yeah, Face Off, it was, it was a good show. It was a fun thing for me. Um... You know, I had to do it. I had to see if I could do it. Hmm. So what did you learn the most about being on that TV show? I learned the most probably about myself. Hmm. When I went on that show, it was kind of like a, an awakening in myself. I was going through a lot in my personal life. And for me, I just wanted to see how far I could go. To see if I, because the older you get, Tiberius, the more you start listening to those inside voices in your own head. And sometimes you got to prove them either right or prove them wrong. And in my case, I wanted to go on that show to prove them wrong. That it was something that I could do, that it was something that I could compete in. And guess what? I was on all 14 episodes. So I had some fun while I was wow. on there. And I learned a lot about myself. So that was one thing that I would definitely say to you is that situations like that when they come up, sometimes they're not all about being scary. Mm-hmm. They can teach us stuff about ourselves as well. Okay. How's that? Yep, that feels good. How do I look? Look pretty good. I think you could uh, knock them dead on a show you probably don't even watch yet. Zombie shows, but you could probably fit into this book really well. Trust me, it looks Hollywood quality. Okay. So, who can you say was the person that helped drive your passion the most? Wow, that is an excellent question. I would have to say, well, there were a lot of people that drove my passion, um, and also in different phases, because, you know, I really enjoyed the work when I was probably your age, maybe a little younger. Uh, the makeup artist for Universal Studios, one of the first monster movies I ever saw was a black and white film called Frankenstein, starring Boris Karloff. And I saw that movie. And when my mom and dad told me that that wasn't a real person, that that was makeup, I had to read everything that I could about how it got done. So probably one of my first inspirations was Jack Pierce. Then, throughout my career, I would say other people inspired me, from people that took me on as an apprentice. Um, Bill Merkline, he was a really big help to my career, getting me started and saying, hey, yeah, you can make money in this industry. Hmm. Um, and he was right. It took it took some doing and a lot of hard work, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I've, I've survived in this business for 25 crazy years. If you could go back 10 years from tourists or something, what would it be? <laughs> it gets better. I would definitely tell myself it gets better because, you know, when we um, when we started this studio, it was only five years ago. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was working in materials, selling materials to others, but I wasn't really fulfilled as an artist because I didn't get to really do my art. I helped others realize their potential, which is also mm-hmm. cool. But... As an artist, you always have that in in your heart that you want to be creating. You want to be doing on your own as well. So collaborative projects are great when you're helping other people. But sometimes you just want to, you know, do your own stuff too. So I would I would tell myself ten years ago, um, keep the faith and and wait for what's ahead. It gets better. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give my listeners if they want to grow up and be in the sculpting and materials business? Um, first thing first is to read, read, read. 
and always have something under your belt like the best again talking about the advice that I've gotten in the past is always have a bankable skill always have uh, you know like in my case I took classes in television and video production this is kind of a Tiberius exclusive because not many people know this but I took classes in television and video production graduated at the top of my class um, interned out at Century 3 and WFTV Channel 9 News um, so I worked with that I also completed and got a, a basically a, a legal degree for um, you know, being a paralegal. So I worked in a law office, which I figured would work in contract law and trying to read through contracts. So I actually did work as a legal assistant, as a paralegal, you know, finding statutes and precedents on stuff like that. So I would say education is the most important thing. No matter what you're doing, education is the most important. Because if you know enough about one thing, it's going to trickle down to everything. And then education is number one but also right up there I would put character mm. you want to be not a character but you want to have character you want to mm. be a good person yes you do so do you have a website or Facebook from unless you just want to follow you I do uh, website is uh, scottfenstersculpture.com but you can also get up to the minute stuff on our Facebook page under Scott mm -hmm. C. Fenster. Twitter, um, we just signed up with TikTok. Uh, believe it or not, that's a thing. Um, but we have yes. social media everywhere. Wow. So, um, yeah, Scott's Toy Box on most other social media. On Facebook, it's Scott C. Fenster. And then Scott Fenster Sculpture Studio.com. Mm, okay. So, what is that one question that you think I forgot to ask you? How did I do? Good. Did I do okay? Yes. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you, Scott, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for Math Corners? I can try. Yes. <laughs>
Thank you so much, Scott, for your help with math corners. Today, we're going to talk about percentages. We have been talking about compound interest as well as mortgages, and well, they all use percentages of money. So I've been doing my IXL.com math exercises, and we got into a number of problems that have to do with fractions. But there is a very special fraction that most people don't really know about. It's a special fraction that makes what we call a percentage. If you remember, a fraction is a part of a whole. Well, percentage is a fraction with a whole whose denominator is 100. So, if you increase the money by 20%, it would be increased by 20 over 100. So, if I have $1,000, 20% would be $200 more. Now, there is a special symbol for a percent. It looks like a slash with two circles on either side of it. Oh, and the cool part is, is that you could do a percentage that is larger than the whole. Let's say we have 120%. If my money increased by 120%, then it would be increased by $1,200. Can you believe that? I could use some of that. Mm-hmm. So, that would be really nice, too. Because, you know, mm, you know. <laughs> So Scott, do you now know all about percentages? It certainly helped me. We deal with a lot of percentages in what I do. We use percentages and scale when we're doing a figure like this. Perfect example. This figure is eight inches tall, so it's one ninth scale. One over nine. Mm -hmm. So it takes nine of these to make one average size mm -hmm. dude, right? So we use that in, in scaling. We use it with mixtures and ratio for materials. Like I might have to have one part of A, one, but three parts of B, three. So it's a one to three mix. Hmm. So we use numbers all the time. So I don't know what percentage that would be. See, I thought percentages for your job would be if the client want to know, if you were close to being done, you would say, well, we're this much percentage mm -hmm. done. Yeah, so. we, we do that as well. And we require 50% to even start a project. That's our deposit. Wow. So we'll say we need, if something costs $1,000 for us to, to do the whole job, we'll say we need 50% down and 50% upon completion. Mm -hmm. wow. Or we might tell people, well, we're halfway done, which half is 50%. Yes. Or we're three quarters of the way done through this project, 45, which is 75%. 75%. So, yeah, that's very common. Yeah, we use that all the time. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Scott, for your help with math corners. My pleasure. for the Heart of the Lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by a Heart of the Lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and nobility. This week, we're going to talk about leadership. For me, I think leadership is the act of loving what is good, having self-control, and being disciplined. The qualities of leadership are providing guidance and direction, organization, and being a positive influence on others. Well, I saw leadership with my uncle. Every Thursday, I get to see my uncle with his girlfriend's daughter. I really enjoy playing with her, but sometimes her sister comes and she's much younger. She is nice, but she does not like the same games. I really like playing with the older sister. My uncle explained that I need to be fair and spend time with both sisters. So now each week, we alternate which sisters comes. This way, the other sister gets to have private time with her mom, and 
to provide guidance and direction as to why he needs to be fair with both sisters. He also showed me that I need to have self-control over my feelings and consider what other people think. Now, I just find different games to play, depending on which sister is going to visit. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, Scott, did you see or use leadership at all this week? I think all the time, actually. I've got kids myself, and I can't tell them one thing and do another, so I lead by example, even with my own home. So, even though I don't have a lot of guests coming in now, I have my family, and I have to be a leader, both to my bride, to my kids, to the friends that we have, to the interns that we have in the shop. So, yeah, absolutely, all week long. So, of all the Heart of the Lion virtues, which is your favorite? Hmm. I think it would probably be integrity. Because mm. I'm one of those guys, and I tell my own kids all the time, integrity or character is one of the most important things that you can have. Because if you're true to yourself, nobody can waver you. That's and again, really true. this world will try to change you. They'll try, try to change you from what you are, being cool and nerdy and wonderful, and they're going to try to put you in their box. But if you have integrity both to your own heart and everything else around you and what you've been taught, you're unwavering. Nobody can change that. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we should always try and be lying strong at everything we do. Absolutely. And you know what's even better? I tell my kids this all the time. A lion doesn't have to tell you it's a lion. Yes! <laughs> and that's our show, folks. I want to thank the one, the only, the amazing Scott Finster for being on my show. Thank you for having me. I need to I need to get a hug. I know it's social distance. We gotta go. Yes. But thank you so much. This was absolutely phenomenal. And it has been so much fun talking with you today. Maybe one day I can visit your studio. Absolutely. And if you wanna stay in touch, uh, you can always join me on social media. Um, got kid friendly for the most part on Facebook. Don't the look. website itself on www.scottfenstersculpture.com. Got a bunch of stuff to look at there and upcoming projects and all of that. And Instagram, some good photos too. And be sure to listen to us next week on the Tavier Show. I will be back. I will be listening. The Tiberius Show is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Executive producer, Joseph Boy. Production editor, Pierre Laguerre. Green Rune manager, Danny Boy. And your program host, Tiberius Boy. The Tiberius Show is copyright 2018.